0: Let's dive in now. Welcome back, Savvy Souls, to the last episode of 2022. When I prepare each episode of this podcast, Savvy Souls, it always comes from a sudden knowing, uh, kind of like a, yes, this is what I need to share right now. This is what is showing up as the thing I can offer them to benefit them the most in this moment. But I'm never really sure if the them that I'm trying to benefit each time is every single one of you who tunes in. Although I hope that's the case, that every time you listen to a new episode, there's at least something small you can take away, something that makes you feel more comfortable with your own humanity, maybe a little less alone, more inspired to create, more in touch with your own desires, more capable, more loving of yourself, or whether this idea I feel compelled to share in this moment has arisen because there's one person amongst you who really, really needs to hear this right now. And what I do know is that if an episode I do benefits just one person, just one of you, that's enough for me. I'm comfortable in the knowing that there's someone somewhere who benefits from every single episode I do. And that's enough for me. That's enough to keep me going, to keep me showing up every week for you. So that's what I imagine every time I record an episode is that there'll be at least one of you who will really benefit from what I have to say. Anyway, I wanted to start out this end-of-the-year podcast with that sharing of how I think about this podcast. I wanted to end this year with each one of you feeling my love for you. I know that seems a little strange. I don't know you personally, but I still feel this love for you when I imagine you because we're all just humans and there's that connection that there is for every single one of us. I want you to end this year knowing, hey, my experience matters. How I'm feeling matters. What I'm going through matters. I'm loved. There are others like me out there. I'm not alone. So that's my wish for you, Savvy Souls. I think it might be interesting to end this year with an episode that's a little different and a little more personal. I guess all my episodes are kind of personal. This one, I really take it deeper. I want to pose what I think of as the most profound question to ask yourself, the question that will take you deeply to what matters most to you, the question that will help you find answers to all the other questions you've been asking yourself. And then I want to take that question and ask it of myself and answer that question here in a vulnerable, truthful way. I hope by doing this, I will motivate you to ask this question of yourself too. So here's the question. What would you do if this Right now, we're the only moment. So when I ask myself, what would I do if this were the only moment? When I answer this question for myself, I find it useful to think of moment as referring to a window of time. That window of time could be the next 60 seconds, or it could be today, or it could be this year I'm in now. In each case, the idea is there's a sense of immediacy, there's a sense of now, not what will happen in the next moment, but what will happen in this moment. My answers reflect different versions of what moment means, but that's the common idea to all of my answers. So let's just start. I'm just going to share with you randomly the ideas that came up in the order they came up. So let's start with the first answer that sprang up for me. It was simply this. I would eat this chocolate cookie right now, fresh from the bakery now, instead of saving it for later, because right now, the chocolate's still warm and gooey, and it will run into the cookie dough as I take each bite. If this were the only moment in time, I'd want to savor the small pleasures of my life that are here right now. I wouldn't postpone. I wouldn't wait to relish life when life is offering me things I can relish right now. If there were no other moments, I'd choose to be in the full experience of the chocolate cookie right now. The next answer I came up with is this. I would surrender to the moment and stop trying to control anything. I'd stop making demands that the world be different, the people around me be different, my business be different, my experience in the rural area where I live be different. I'd relinquish that control, knowing that my need to control leads only to my own discontentment. The truth is, I don't control much of anything except how I show up. Much as I might like to, I don't control other people. Much as I might share my expectations with them, make requests of them, try to behave in ways to make other people like me more, or appreciate me more, or respect me more. Oddly, other people don't seem to want to comply. I don't seem to want to bend to my will. I need to look to myself to like me, to me to appreciate me, to me to respect me. That's something I can control. Or perhaps it's better say that's something I can practice. I'm a human, right? I don't always follow my own agenda. I don't always control me. I don't always show up for me. And that's okay. But it's a good thing to remember that it's my behavior I can control the most. I don't control anything else, much as I might like the world to be different, for the war in the Ukraine to end, for mass shootings to stop, for grudges and hatred of groups of people for no reason other than the color of their skin, their chosen identities, their religions. I'd like that to end, for peace to reign, for love to spread, for heart-centered choices to be made. I can't control any of that. Certainly me tuning in to every show on YouTube that shares Donald Trump's latest angry tirades and me being angry about everything he says isn't helping me control this situation. Certainly not having any impact on Donald Trump isn't having any impact on what he says, Tuning in gives me this false feeling of being involved and somehow controlling things, somehow illogically having an impact, but none of that's true. When I stop trying to control the external world and surrender, I'm not acquiescing. I'm not saying, oh, this is okay. Instead, I'm saying, this is where we are now. How can I be more loving right now to the people around me? how can i listen more compassionately right now what choices can i make right now in this moment how can i be more peaceful right now what i do notice is that when i let go of control and surrender to this moment i'm way more likely to find a solution a togetherness an understanding a connection than when i'm resisting and trying to control the things I can't control. So I've spent so long with my second answer, I'm going to remind you of the question I'm asking myself, which is what would I do if this were the only moment? I'll try to go back to a simple answer for my third answer. It's, I would sit in the mess of my kitchen right now, my dog's hair unvacuumed, and I'd write what wants to come through me. I wouldn't put off what my creative spirit is ready to share with me right now in this moment. I'd remember that the creative muse doesn't always wait. Like Elizabeth Gilbert has written about in her book, Big Magic. I love this. I've probably talked about it before. She has this idea that creative ideas are like separate entities. They gallop across the horizon and come towards you. And if you're receptive in that moment, they land in you and come through you. But if you wait, if I wait and I say, Heather, you can't sit down when the sun's streaming through the window showing you all the dog hair on your floor, you need to vacuum. And then you can sit down and write. You know what will happen? That creative idea will keep galloping and it will find someone else who's receptive in this moment. And Heather, when that floor is vacuumed and you sit down to write, you'll have only a vague memory of the idea and you'll ask yourself, what could I have thought was interesting about that topic? So if I'm choosing what to do as if this were my only moment, I'm definitely sitting down now in this mess and allowing myself to listen, to receive the creativity that wants to flow through me now. I'm choosing to make myself a vessel for the creativity that's here now. I'm choosing to satisfy my deep human longing to hear what is demanding to be expressed through me now. I'm remembering that not listening, not allowing my full expression to live in the world is what causes the painful longing of self-denial. If this were the only moment, I wouldn't permit that. Okay, that answer was also a bit longer than I expected. Moving on to my fourth answer to the question of what would I do if this were the only moment? My fourth answer is I would reach out to my kids to tell them I love them. Even though I already do that regularly, I regularly reach out to them and tell them I love them. If this were the only moment, I'd definitely put this at the top of my list of things to do. There's a parent-child love that to me can't compare to anything else I've ever experienced. More precisely, the love I feel as a parent towards my own kids versus the love in the other direction, even though it's deep, with me as the child. I remember a romantic partner once sharing with me that to him, it wasn't love unless I knew I'd jump in front of a train to save him. I like the idea. It's romantic, the purity of that idea of I love you more than myself. But I have to confess that a part of me wondered, if it came to that, would my desire to stay alive trump that? Would I really sacrifice my life for him? I couldn't, in truth, be 100% sure I would. But with my kids, it's always been different. There's just no doubt in my mind. From the very first moment they were born, I knew I would, if I have to, sacrifice my own life for theirs. I knew from the moment they were born, oh, this is what absolute love feels like. This is what the purest form of love feels like. There would be no hesitation in my mind if I had to choose between their lives or mine. And this will always be true regardless of what choices they make, whether they excel or fail in something, how they decide to show up, even whether they're nice to other people, whether they believe the same things I do or not. There is nothing they need to do to earn my love. It just is. It's just a fact. And so for sure, if this were the only moment I'd reach out to my kids and say, I love you. I hope, savvy souls, there's someone or more than one person in your life you feel this way about. One thing I learned from life coaching school is when we're feeling that deep love towards somebody else, it's the feeling that we get to experience. It's a beautiful thing. The next answer to what would I do if this were the only moment? I would go outside onto the eight and a half acres of land I've been given the privilege of caring for, and I would drop down on my knees and thank the land for her nurturing spirit, for her ability to soothe and heal, for her wondrous display of creativity, growth, death, and rebirth. I'd thank her for the milkweed pods that burst open into sunlit, silky threads that float across my fields. I'd thank her for her steady parade of daffodils, tulips, peonies, irises, purple daisies, brown-eyed Susans, brilliant yellow goldenrod, November raspberries, and winter roses, all the things that surprise and delight me in each season with their bursts of color. I'd thank her for the luxurious grasses that have grown from scattered seeds to make soft carpets under my feet along walking trails and down by the lake. I'd thank her for the extravagant artistic flair with which she approaches the fall, ancient maples, golden, orange, rust filling my horizon. I'd thank her for drawing me outside so That once there, I might look up to see tall, cumulus clouds, so three-dimensional and heavy, they look like they should fall to earth. Okay, for my final answer, if this were my only moment, I would look inward with forgiveness, self-compassion, and love. I wouldn't waste this only moment on regrets. I wouldn't second-guess my choices. I wouldn't wonder if I'd showed up the right way yesterday. I'd just breathe, I'd put my hand on my heart and say, I love you, Heather. We're doing all right. Savvy souls, I hope you can see from this sharing of the things that came up for me from just asking myself this one question, just how powerful this question can be. I know I found it interesting and revealing the things that came up for me are what came up immediately when I asked myself this question. When I look at what I wrote, I see the themes were, first, give myself permission to enjoy the little pleasures in life, the chocolate chip cookies, in my example. Secondly, to stop trying to control things, situations, other people, and be okay with what is I'd listen to my creative muse when she arrives, and I'd never put her off. I would tell my kids I love them. I would feel grateful for my land and her creative spirit, and I would be kind to myself. When I look over this list, I see lots of good guidance for me, things that I want to prioritize in 2023. This is a clear list of things that matter most to me. It's a clear list of things I want to make sure to keep top of mind when I'm caught up in the demands of life. So, my answers won't be your answers. So, Savvy Souls, I think it's worth your time. Sit down with a pen and paper now or with a voice recorder and ask yourself, What would I do if this were the only moment? Ask that question and then start to write or speak. Write everything that comes up without judging it, no matter how minor it might seem. And later, when you contemplate what you wrote, you can expand on it. You can add to it. I think find out some interesting things about what matters to you most and let that list guide you forward in 2023. I've loved spending 2022 with you savvy souls and I'll see you next week in 2023. Bye now. Happy New Year. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live and all my listeners remember it's finally your time to do what you want.